Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, shit to this. You can't Trump, just use Trump, a Trump. simple narrative. There's no like, simple narrative. No, no, no. But you, you, don't. you don't have to use a simple narrative. You just compartmentalize the discussion. So we're talking just about the the act of killing Soleimani. That was a bad move. Period. Foreign policy wise, that's a bad play. If we, talk about, if, we talk about, if we talk oh, no about, if we talk about, if we talk about, if you if you in war, if you sign up for, war, we're not in war. <laughs> we're not. In no, war. I'm That's saying, I'm saying, if you sign up, let me rephrase that. If you sign up for the military, you signing up to eventually die if necessary. Bruh, you're not signing up to go to war today. Bruh, if you like, sign if up you, in the military, you take on the risk of oh shit. I might have to die for my country. That's literally in the job description. In the war, that's You fine. get a lot of great benefits. Even in peacetime, if you sign up for the military, you're like, yo, I might have to die. I don't know a single person in the military, and I got plenty of family in the military. I got plenty of friends. I don't know a single person where we can't have jokes about like, yo, you might die. Like, that's Who's talking about that? Now you talking about the jokes. We're talking about the fact I'm not that talking about jokes. I'm just saying the probability. Like, yo, this bruh, dude's a general. Bruh, you, you know you, you are not engaging die. with my point, sir. You're not engaging with my point. You're making a complete separate point. Two people with very different perspectives of the world, who still manage to be friends while arguing respectfully. Hello everyone, welcome to A Pretty Normal Podcast, a show that reimagines what society considers normal. Each week, I interview different guests about the topics they're most passionate about. And this week, I'm joined by Rob and Perry from The Buppy Report. But people, people know what I'm saying, because like, what, what I'm saying is that like, you can't let people just violate you. Because Absolutely, they, because, but yeah, you because can't they fight everybody in the street. You ain't gotta fight them. But it's and like, that's part of but, why I support having a gun because it's like, okay, if we both have minute, guns, now we have to, now we have we to talk to each other like adults. <laughs> can we wait a minute? We discuss politics, interracial marriage, gun rights, trans exclusionary radical feminists, and more. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you get notified every time a new episode drops. And without further ado, my name is Xavier Diaz, and you are now listening to A Pretty Normal Podcast. You're listening to a pretty normal podcast, a show that highlights the fascinating stories and thought-provoking moments that make up our lives. My name's Xavier Diaz, and I want to hear your story. First episode, it ended up being episode 135, but who's counting? Yeah, <laughs> first. I think you already had, had your thing. No, I think it was supposed to be the first one, wasn't we? It was uh it was close. It was definitely like maybe third or some shit. It was up it was supposed it was, to be like, Yeah, because at the time yeah. I was still just interviewing my homies and like I hadn't reached out to anybody through like you guys I literally just go ahead and say the first one because that was the first time I met you. For so. sure, yeah, yeah. yeah we just gonna be the first. I just wanna say how I met you guys was I was taking my lunch break at FIT on the campus and I was sitting beautiful there campus, by the way. really beautiful man nice spot to eat lunch only open space in New York like they ain't got like no kind of like third spaces in New York mm, so, mm. well not at that not around there they don't they don't got no third spaces in New York fam that you can just go for free and not have to spend money just and sit just sit and yeah. exist and not being told to move and there's activity they, and they, so. they have them you just got nowhere to look <laughs> they don't got them well so I I met you guys because I was over. I was overhearing a conversation you were both having, where you were not arguing, but you were both disagreeing on some on some stuff. We were definitely arguing. We was arguing. He, he was, was arguing. arguing. <laughs> he was wrong, but you know. Yeah. And at the time, yeah. I was like, "Damn, this is what I want the podcast to be about." So I approached you guys, and lo and behold, you told me you had your own podcast. So that was dope. And 
Um, I am here. I'm gonna give you all the introduction. I'm here with Rob and Perry from the Buppy Report. Formerly known. Formerly known, known as, as the Buppy Report. FKA, Buppy but we could get into that, why you guys started the Buppy Report. And yeah, if you guys just let me know what, what, what y'all want to, hmm. how y'all um, want to introduce yourselves. I'm not sure why we did that, actually. Was, why, why did we do that? I mean, it was kind of my idea, but also just like, I met Perry. Um, we used to work, um, we used to work together for a media company. So um, we're both journalists by trade, but um, now I'm actually in another field. But, you know, once a journalist, you never stop thinking and you know, mm-hmm. being interested in the world. But um, I met Perry um, and, you know, I, I found myself gravitated to like people who are not not like minded necessarily, but people who like to think and like challenge the way the status quo. So, you know, we always just had conversations and one thing led to another and he had another friend and uh, yeah, the rest is history. We just started having conversations. It was important. Mm. Pretty much. Yeah. Hey, and you guys still keep in touch with that third person? Yeah, that's my business partner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Word. Hey, that's what's up. So what were some of the topics that you guys would speak about when you did your recordings? Man, um, a lot of race, music, gender. Yeah. Movies. I mean, during that, that was before the 2016 election, right? That was very much before the 2016 election. Word. That was like 2015. Yeah, 2014, 2015. Uh, we used to talk about um politics and more social politics than like mm-hmm. politic politics very mm-hmm. much so yeah. but um yeah this was all this is before a lot of like you know the social the social upheaval and culture war stuff that's going on right it was now even before me too it was right mm-hmm. before me too it yeah. was right before me so like all this juicy shit happened after the fact but we were kind of like talking ironically about this shit before it happened mm-hmm. yeah because i mean because the things that precluded the me too movement like uh, like Gamergate and stuff like that. What was Gamergate? Gamergate? Yeah, was that? That was what year was that? I want to say 2012, 2013, something like that. Mm-hmm. But there was like this whole big thing in the gaming community, the gaming journalism community, where uh, the, these these reviewers were being um, like outed at for sleeping with the developers for games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this whole thing about like journalistic integrity and all that. And then it, it ended up morphing into like this huge anti-women kind of movement. Like, what? like you can see the birth of the incel movement in that. <laughs> the incel movement was was born from that shit. Yeah, well, I won't say well, it came directly no, from it. Incel's like, been a lot older. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but but you can see like the current incel movement. Like it's it really kind of started right there. So what was it? It was just they were mad at women for. Yeah, I mean they had a point at first where they're talking about like you know hey you shouldn't be reviewing people's stuff if you're sleeping with the people that you're reviewing like you know what I mean like that mm-hmm. that's that's a conflict of interest you know mm-hmm. so journalistically they had a point. But then, like, dudes started harassing, like, the chicks. and like, it, it just got, it got nasty. It got real nasty. It got real nasty yeah. real quick. Damn. And yeah, so that, that had already happened culturally. Mm-hmm. And that kind of primed us for, like, Bill the, Cosby was actually in full swing. That's what that I That was happening. Was. That's what yeah, was. yeah that's kind of what kind of, like, was the precursor. And we had a lot of conversations about that. And, um, you know, just, like, the male-female power dynamic. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then Toxic masculinity. You guys ever get into that? Not really. At the time, that wasn't, like... Yeah, that wasn't a thing. I don't think it was mm-hmm. a thing. Like, but it wasn't. It wasn't this like rape culture and all that stuff wasn't like a big conversation like it is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but we talked about it for sure. Like the Anna Claire episode, we talked about a lot of that type of stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But our conversation wasn't really tempered by today's. Like when you say rape culture today, or when you say toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity. When you say that, when you say those terms today, they have a different connotation than when we were doing our podcast we like four years ago. It. Yeah, times have changed. That old. <laughs> <laughs> and and how have you seen what do you think about the change that's happened in, since that time and the conversation that's being held uh, held now uh, i figure i feel we well we differ strongly on this but i think we have also got to the place in our friendship and just like in our debating relationship that like it's 
it's easier to talk about the stuff, mm-hmm. I guess. So yeah. you go ahead and go. You go. No, I mean, like, again, like I said, we talk about, I personally enjoy talking about controversial things. And when I first met him, it, I'm sure it probably came off like a chicken little, like conspiracy theory, like the sky is falling type of scenario, or just mm-hmm. like this dude's crazy. He's just saying stuff. That's I don't wild. get the chicken little reference. Chicken little sky is falling. Like, you know, I mean, nobody believed him because he. Yeah. Oh, no but basically, basically, <laughs> basically, though, like I found like a lot of like, you could say I was triggered at a younger age. Like it was just like everything was like, yo. It's very it's reactionary like, for sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, reactionary, whatever. But it was like a lot of shit that needed to be said, but mm-hmm. nobody was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And it got frustrating. And that's kind of why I wanted to have a podcast because it's actually hard to find people that want to have discourse and conversation. Like they want to talk about things that make them uncomfortable. Yeah. And he was willing to do that. And as we got to know each other in our friendship, it was more easier to have these conversations. And he realized that I wasn't just saying shit to like be wild, but I was saying shit. I'm like, yo, why is it like this? Mm-hmm. Like, why do we, why, why are there double standards in here? Or why can't we acknowledge that? And it just kind of like, that's kind of how our friendship evolved. Awesome. And how did you make sure like, cause you guys didn't know each other for that long before you started it, right? No, no. I, I was washing my hands in the bathroom at work, and this dude came through. Was we met like, in the bathroom. Yo, yeah. man, no homo. You um, what do you say? Like you like you like rap rap music, right? Or you review rap music? There's or something a precursor like that. to that. There's a precursor. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's back up. And that's he it. always he always starts in the middle of the movie, like. No, he always starts in the middle of the movie, so it's like, yeah, man, I met him in the bathroom. It's like, no, 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 we did not meet in the bathroom. Yes, we officially spoke the first time in the bathroom, but what happened was we were like one of two black people on an entire floor of white people Mm -hmm. at a company. So every once in a while, randomly, you would hear like the most ignorant... It might have been Young Thug. I don't know what it was, but it was like, that bitch, was, nigga, whoa, 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 fuck whoa. shit, ass, nigga. Wait All this shit is blasting. <laughs> and I'm up here like praying, like, please don't let this be. Please don't let this be the other black dude. Please Wait don't let this be the other black dude. <laughs> and that is what like precursed us to like have that conversation. And who was playing that music? My boss. Because oh, it so came from his direction. Yeah, white red. He's like, super cool hip hop. He'll definitely dude. think it's the other black But that's guy. what I'm saying. Not it me. came from his direction. <laughs> and so that's why like the bathroom was like the only time where it was just like us. And I didn't want to like out him or nothing. So it was like, Yo, man, is that you like playing that music? And he said, no, I'm like, work, cool. All right, now I can be safe because please don't be the one other dude because there's only two of us here. So if some shit goes down, we both get held accountable. <laughs> man, I, I respected my boss's decision to play his music that loud. I thought it was great. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, how do you feel about if he would say the N-word singing along to music? Whoa. Would you be no, cool with that? Bro, no, no, What about bro? if he's in private? Could no. he say the N-word in private? Like, I mean, you know I, can't, I can't control what he does in you private. You know what? But, like, I feel like... In America, we have freedom of speech, so therefore, white people, you had a freedom to say whatever you want. But that being said, you also have the right to be held accountable for whatever comes out your mouth. Mm-hmm. So if people start swinging at you for saying the N word, mm-hmm. I support that. Nobody's gonna swing at this point, though. I mean, yeah, we assault that society. We are <laughs> no, very at this point, society. Like, have you seen like Joe, uh, Joe Budden and Charlamagne talking about they don't want to say the N word no more going forward in 2020? They don't. I'm actually okay yeah. with that. I'm, I'm super okay with that. You know, I don't say it. I don't say it. I say it, oh. but I feel like it, it, it goes back to always the family reference. If we have a family nickname for somebody and your name is Lil Dookie Head mm-hmm. and everybody in your family call you Lil Dookie Head, that don't give everybody in the world the right to call you Lil Dookie Head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like that right there is like, why do you want to say the N-word? Like, you don't know me like that. You don't for know the sure. struggle. So it's not your... Whenever non-black people want to say the N-word, it's like, bro, your opinion does not matter because yeah. this is not your issue. Yo, everything has changed, man. Cause like when I was growing up, 
Latino people were included in like, oh, you get the pass to say the N word. That's also a New York thing. That's a very very New York thing. Well, well, I would say New York, Miami, like LA type. Anywhere where you had all these different types of brown people, that was probably a thing. That was hanging out with each other. But there's also like. like, In the Midwest, I mean, for most of the country, frankly, like, Mm -hmm. it's not like that. It's like, no, 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 it was just the black folks over here. Mm -hmm. It was just the white folks over there. Maybe some Asians here. Mm -hmm. Maybe a couple Mexican folks. Mm -hmm. I didn't see a Puerto Rican until I got here. But where I came from, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of like the Mexicans, like, or that was. That's what they were. They were mostly Mexicans. We didn't really. You don't yeah. really have that many Dominicans, yeah, no Dominicans Puerto Ricans. Like, there's no. Yeah. There's no Latino diversity. You're all Mexican. Even if you're not Mexican, you become Mexican <laughs> because that's all that's there. And where is this? And I'm from Kansas City. This is, this like, is everywhere Kansas else City. that's not the coast. Where did you say you lived? I lived in. I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. In Cincinnati, Ohio. And so. how how many years did you spend there? Uh, I didn't move to like 2012. So damn. And yeah. how long were you in Kansas City? I, you got to keep in mind though, my brothers lived here like for most of my life. So I've lived there. I've lived in, I've been in New York since 2013, but mm-hmm. I've been coming to New York just since I was a kid. To visit. So it's like, I was never new to the city, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, for my adult life. But still, you got that. Well, I mean, Kansas City is, is what's the population? There? Nah, it's, it's, it's the Midwest. It's literally, it's, it's literally small. middle America. It's mm-hmm. literally like the average size city of America. It's, mm-hmm. it's a microcosm. Like that's why Google chose it actually to launch their first Google fiber project there mm-hmm. because it's literally a microcosm of what, of the, what the majority is. of America is. So mm. yeah, it's very much, it's not like too suburban. Like, you know, I knew what cows look like, but you know, it wasn't fucking country. By yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cincinnati is the same way. Like, yeah, like if you go like 20, 30 minutes in either direction, there's corn, there's farms, all that stuff. But like in the city, it felt very much like, like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, and we had a lot more guns, so that's the only thing. We had a lot more guns in New York. A lot more guns. Like there. New York has guns, but like you know, no, it's, it's a bit ubiquitous. Like in no, I'm saying like in the Midwest, like people are like, oh, they're so nice here. It's like yeah, because everybody there's strapped. Everybody's like guys. every fuck. Like you can go to fucking Seven Eleven after like a certain no. time, and the dude behind. I'm talking about where I'm from. I don't know. Yeah, where I don't, I don't know. you can go to Seven Eleven by my house after like. This is why, you know, it gets weird when you're like, where are you from again? Like, you ain't from... You literally go to the 7-Eleven and the dude behind the counter is going to have a fucking Glock 9 on his hip. That's just how it was. Uh Like, most of my cousins, like, they just strapped. Like, that's just how you roll through the city. And there are, like, little signs on some establishments that are like, please leave your firearm in the car. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, man, like, gun culture is just crazy back home. We had that, too. It just just didn't seem like... I mean, I grew up in, like, the hood, like, Mm -hmm. projects, all that, like, in in, in the middle of the struggle, right? Mm -hmm. And... People didn't couldn't like afford guns, so if you had guns, you know it wasn't like you shouldn't have had that gun. Mm-hmm. Like it was stolen, it was whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was still kind of rare to see them, but you only saw them really in the context of danger. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, so, when, but when I got out of like the hood environment, you still didn't really you saw them, but it wasn't like people weren't talking about them like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, they're just like they're just like another part of life. Yeah, yeah there wasn't like any like big debate about them. There's just oh yeah, we're like, not even talking about it. It's just a matter of like okay, that dude's got a gun, that dude's got a gun. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. That's it. Yeah, so, like it's not a big deal. Is it safe to assume you're both pro gun or no? Are you? Nah, I don't really care. About you know, it's like I'm pro gun. Yeah. You're pro gun. I don't I don't feel that strongly on them. Yeah, I I feel the same way kind of like I, I used to be like, oh, I was no, literally this is at the gun range like two weeks ago. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> I hear, See, I can actually hear. I've never really been around guns. Like, I've never been to a gun range. I've just never been around guns. So, you I don't know really what you're think missing, about bro. it. Yo, my friend tells me all the time, like, go to Florida and just fucking welcome to the fan. Are you. Check out the back. Rob this just gave him a was, card. This is what you... Oh, it just instructs you? No, nah, it's just like, yeah, it's just like little Fine, tips and shit. Shot. Yo, see, this is cool, man. So, how do you feel about the NRA? 
Uh, very racist organization. <laughs> are they? That's very, not bro. Like their their entire very, existence is predicated very racist on organization. their entire existence is predicated on getting Scaring guns away people. from black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very like, much so. With the Black Panthers and all that, like they want to yeah. think before that. Uh, yeah. So. See, yeah. that, 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 that's why I was a little tight with Killer Mike, where it's like, bro, I understand like the argument why black folks should be the ones holding on to their guns the hardest. Like, I get that. That's but, after like, he you did that like advertisement for them. Yeah, well, it was it was like a video. He did a video with that. Uh, but to be fair, black like I think that I, I actually wasn't mad about Killer Mike. Like I get people wasn't mad. mad at it. I was just like, come on, man. But not I hate it when people. Them. I hate it when people have this mentality of like, oh my gosh, they're the bad guys. Don't talk to them. Like mm-hmm. you're a fucking idiot. Like if mm-hmm. Trump invited you to go to the White House to sit down with them and you passed up on that, you're a fucking idiot. Just because you don't want. I guess be I'm an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Because I'm sorry, Perry, but you're a fucking idiot. But that being said, you should take that opportunity to like have a conversation and just like see okay where can we find common ground and just maybe i can give you a nugget mm-hmm. or like a seed that can fester itself and possibly put some mm-hmm. sense in you so you don't like when like let's say like college basketball championship teams say like we're not gonna go to the we're gonna protest going to the white house this year i mean i'll support that their decision point, but it's like they're it, not gonna be able to give trump any ideas what I'm saying. Like, what's the point? Point? it's just a photo I, like, what's no, no, i think if they're doing it as a group then that's different but i'm talking about like on an individual basis. yeah like if but, you're but, again, team, but what's the like like you, Trump is not about to listen to you. NRA is not about to listen to you. Like there's, I mean, you know what? What, what Killer Mike? Hold on, what Killer Mike did with that with that black guy? I forget his name. That dude was dope. That was a conversation. that was cool. It was informative. That's fine. But you cannot ignore the organization behind the the, con- the content. I would have called you know him out on that. I would have called him out on that. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. Like I would, uh, both of them should have like Killer Mike should be like, yo, bro, can you explain to me why why you doing this with? The yeah, NRA? why is the NRA silent on issues like Tamir Rice? Mm-hmm. Why right. is the NRA silent on issues like uh, Philando Castillo, where the dude legally had a gun? Like, mm-hmm. if the NRA would have like stood at Philando's defense and been like, "Yo, this is a problem. This is why we need to." Or know, anybody, anybody, yeah, any black, any happens. unarmed black person, where there's like no discussion and it's like clearly that the police fucked up. Because contrary to popular belief, a lot of times when black people get shot by the police. Even if they're unarmed, there might be more to it than we get left out. But that mm-hmm. being said, there are, pl- there are plenty of examples where, okay, this person clearly did not have a real gun. They clearly mm-hmm. did not pose a threat. They still got shot. Where is the NRA? And it's just the amount of time that the cops give to black people in comparison to white people when it comes to these reactions. Because I've seen white people doing all types of wild shit and they still don't get shot. It's just the cops well, are just cops yeah, are people that's, that's, that's more really of, of this wild behavior from white people. Whereas if you make one slight bad move, you're black or Latino, that's it. You because cops are people too. Sure, but that, that's why I don't really buy that whole thing about like, well, there's always more going on. Like, oh yeah, probably. But like, that's not the that's not the issue. The issue is the fact that the officers are the ones that have the power and they're the ones with the, the weapon in this case and they should have the authority right mm-hmm. and responsibility so let's put some background have, on that though what, what needs what background needs to be put on that well because like okay when i say that like there's situations that like stuff gets left out like i have law enforcement in my family um at times i've actually considered going into law enforcement that mm-hmm. being said i do not trust the police so let's get that out there but that being said i understand if your job is to be a police officer your job is to be the baddest motherfucker in the room at all times. Mm, if you, uh, oh, let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. If you can be defeated, you pose a threat. That being said, police officers are people too. So if you don't know how to properly, one, white people are racist. It, mm. it, you can't help it. I'm sorry, but if the majority, <laughs> if the majority of cops are white, chances are you're gonna get a few races in there regardless, and you're gonna get non-conscious uh, racism. Two, that being said, you couple all this shit with people being in the wrong place at the wrong time. I get how they make 
way too many fucking mistakes because they don't understand how to interact with people that don't look like them. Mm -hmm. It's a greater problem of America. Mm -hmm. The difference is they're armed and they're going into this with a fucking soldier mentality into a fucking garden thinking everybody's another combatant when it's like, no, dude, we're just fucking trying to live our lives. And that's where a lot of these issues come from. That doesn't give anybody an excuse, but I get why police officers act that way. And there's greater issues that need to be addressed than just, oh, cops are bad. Black people are, you know, that, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about that? I mean, I think that's generally what I'm saying. I guess I just come to a different conclusion where it's like, I don't think that, I mean, what I was saying was that the onus isn't on us to I think make the onus is on both or, of you. I think the onus is on you because if somebody, I mean, if, there, there, it, if a bounty hunter approaches you with a gun and says, yo, we got a warrant for your arrest. And you're like, who the fuck are you? You're not even a fucking cop. At that point, no, Mr. 45, that is the boss right now. All right. We're going to have our day in court, but my goal is self-preservation. So you can die on that hill of, oh, I know my rights, or you can go with the program and have your live to fight in court. Mm -hmm. But if you're fighting with somebody who's armed, you've already fucked up just on a very basic playing field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just disagree. I just disagree with that. Like, <laughs> I'm not about to just let you just do whatever because you got a gun. I can take it from you. Like, cops are not, like and, and that know. right, that right there, my friends, is how people get shot. Listen, that but, but, that but, is how people society. get shot, right? But there. wait, but people, but people, what I'm saying because, like, what what I'm saying is that, like, you can't let people just violate you because they, because, but yeah, you because can't they fight everybody in the street. You ain't gotta fight them. But it's and like, that's part of but, why I support having a gun because it's like, okay, if we both have minute, guns, now we have to, now we can, have can to we talk to minute? each other like adults. <laughs> See, I've, I've heard like the argument for like, this is why we should give teachers guns and stuff and shit. I just don't want shootout scenarios, bro. I don't want to be in the middle of, the, of fucking two people shooting at each other. Nobody want, here's the thing, here's the Nobody thing. Nobody want that. Like I said this before, like I said this before, where I come from, a lot of people had guns. Mm-hmm. Some of them you knew had guns, some of them you didn't. But that being said, everybody was more polite yeah like i don't believe in like the whole like good guy bad guy with the gun like i don't think necessarily everybody's going to be able to stop a school shooter but i do think that the overwhelming majority of people that are gun rights advocate are reasonable people Mm -hmm. so they're not going to be reaching for the gun to fucking solve a problem because you know what comes with that yeah but it's it's that's those aren't the people that they're trying to target i think is like we worried about the people that are you know, going and shooting people up at a garlic festival in California. Like Absolutely. now, I can't even enjoy a day with my family at the garlic festival. And I think, I, think, I think there's a bigger. Getting, I even know there was I think a there's a bigger, festival. bro. That's what I said. I was like, Damn, you might, you might be, you might be straight at the onion powder festival. <laughs> no, like, bro. Garlic like, joint. <laughs> no, but I think, but I think it's really scary like that because, like, even there was a, a arts festival or something in New Jersey that got shot up, and that's close enough where I'm like, bro, me and my friends could have been there because we like art and shit. That's a that's an event that I could have been there and I could have got shot. That's okay. why I'm like, God damn, I I've can't even par- enjoy a day at the arts festival. You been to the garlic festival? No, I've been, <laughs> a, I've been, I'll put it like this. Shout out the garlic festival. Shout out to garlic festival. No, 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 I think, I think that's definitely an issue, but I think that we're putting a lot of problems. Like, I don't want to just completely take the mental health route. Yeah. But that is a huge component of all this shit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, let's be real though. A lot of this stuff happens in areas where people don't have guns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that, oh, in all the time, somebody will be like, oh, I have a gun. I'm going to save the day. I've been waiting for this moment. Yes, those people are there. But that being said, mm-hmm. if something like that does happen and some random guy is walking around shooting people and a good guy has a gun, mm-hmm. put two and two together. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that being said, um, I think that you can't just say take everybody's guns away because some nor, people don't nor can, you, nor can you say just give everybody a gun. Oh, about, I, about never, same, I never, say, I never say give everybody a gun. That's never what right, I'm right. But I'm just saying by the same logic that you're about to get into, like the inverse applies as well. Like, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, I think there should weapons. be reasonable. I think there should be background checks. Blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day, it's just like we shouldn't be 
either anti-gun or mm-hmm. give everybody a gun. Like, there's literally a fucking middle ground. Let's I think find it. the argument that could win is let's be anti-NRA. They got to fix the whole, instead of we going yeah, against sure, guns, sure that. if okay, everybody was like, we going against the NRA, then... Yeah, they, I'm, pro- I'm think, pro- going anti-NRA. Yeah, I know? think that would get more support. Well, they're crumbling anyway, aren't Democrats, they? Democrats, y'all got to listen. They don't listen, man. Um, <laughs> yo, so how do you both feel about, um, now that we're a few weeks out, from the whole Iran thing that just happened. Now we can see, because at first it was hard because everybody was like, yo, this is it. It's starting World War Three. Now we're like a week The memes or two were out. hilarious. The memes were hilarious. Thank you for those great memes. <laughs> but do you guys think that it was it was the right thing for Trump to do? To like and escalate right, things? Let's or? say not right. Do you think it was it was the most beneficial thing for US for the US what do you mean, to like, kill this dude at this time? Oh, the assassination. Yeah. Nah, man. Like that was a real move and he what shouldn't it shouldn't have happened. I completely disagree. I think that how Trump bragged about it afterwards was stupid. Yeah, that's all you. Yeah, I think the whole how Trump went about it after the fact was horrible. But I think what he did, um, if I'm not mistaken, they bombed one of our embassies, and that was a retaliation for that. So that being said, they stormed it. Yeah, they did something. But it wasn't Iran. It was it was like rebels that stormed it that they were backed by Iran. I mean, it's all yeah. wrong. It's all yeah, but it was, I, but it, that means, even if it was that, that was not a proportionate. And, but you can't assassinate, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't assassinate actually, foreign I, government I officials actually, I actually, outside I, of wartime. You can't I actually do, do agree with, um, I mean, I'm straight ripping this from Brilliant Idiots. Great podcast. But Andrew Schultz made a very great fucking point. If you harm one America, then we need to come down with the wrath of God on you. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Like I, you don't believe in proportionate. No, because here's here's the thing. Strength. No, because I mean, here's the thing. We were talking about earlier, um, off camera or off mic, whatever. We were talking about um, America and what comes with the cost of being in America and stuff. And we were talking about tax dollars and stuff like that. I'm going on tangent. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that I can make an argument for why we have the biggest and baddest military, and I think that we do need to be over the top sometimes if it helps keep peace on a larger level. Because in reality, Iran can't do shit to us. Mm-hmm. China can't do shit to us. Russia can't do shit to us mm-hmm. because we have the biggest and baddest military. Do I think we should use it wisely? Absolutely. But that being said, if you threaten anything of us, I think we need to come down with the wrath of God on you mm-hmm. and tell you don't do this shit again or we will fuck, come down hard. I, I completely disagree with And this. they only killed one guy. This, they only killed one guy. One important but, guy. But, but listen. But listen. they only killed one guy. But, How but many Rob, did they Rob, take? Rob, so Rob, 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 listen. You, you got to understand that like you know the, the the pretense of that entire situation, right? He was there On for a peace, a mission. peace mission, according to the Iraqi prime minister. Let's who facilitated who facilitated the peace thing. So if if, if we got our reputation as the biggest and best military, now we also got the reputation of like bad faith. Like <laughs> let's make no mistake. Let's make no mistake. Wait, 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 because peep, dude was there to talk to you know try and work it out. And we killed him between Saudi Arabia and Iran. That's who they were trying to ease the tensions between Saudi Arabia and Iran. Iraq was going to try and be like the middle. Well, let me be, let me be, let me be 100% clear. We can, we set the There's a lot of shit. And that then we, we killed him. Well, let's be clear. Let's be clear. There's a lot of shit that we don't know about military intelligence. All right. Let's, let's, let's keep that a book. There's a lot of shit that you and I don't know that won't make the papers or won't make public knowledge until years down the road. For sure. So anything, there's also a lot of things they lie to us about. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. But that being said, I support u.s military actions that's over the top because keep in mind obama fucking drone people to death he just didn't brag about it mm-hmm. and realistically if trump would have been quiet about this shit it would have been another headline on the news that you would have been like oh okay u.s drone strike kills mm-hmm. you know iranian general okay who cares Listen. but the fact that he bragged about it and made it such a big deal is why we're even talking about it today i'm sure if you were to look at all the people obama killed he killed some high profile Th- people this, this is bad no 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 <laughs> listen bro iran obama- can't do shit to us bro 
why would you want to test like an, an it ain't about like testing them like, it's why, about why they, you, they are trembling the, in, the world the world does not benefit bro they launched an airstrike after warning us they were like yo we're about to we're about to airstrike so if you could please move we don't want to hurt anybody yeah. We're gonna it we're gonna damage symbolic. the we're, we're, we're gonna damage because, the part of the base Iran, that you don't use so that um you know we can look good for our people. Out. But yeah. please, we don't, don't want smoke. Well, come on, man. hold on. So if you don't want that smoke, man. If you're North Korea at this point, do you continue to try and do negotiations with the U.S. when you're like, wait a minute, Iran was complying by this deal they had and they still ended up getting what fucked North up. Korea is doing makes perfect. Wait, wait, wait before, wait, wait, before right, you right, don't answer that. Wait, don't answer that chat. Wait, 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 because. I don't think we fully talked about the full context of okay. the Iran thing or because remember, we had a deal with them, right? Trump, for no reason, backed us out the deal. So they're like, oh, OK, well, then we won't follow the um, what was the thing? What, 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 the nuclear deal? What was the name of it? Yeah, the, Iran uh, nuclear compromise or some shit. It's like, yeah. like JP. So it's got some well, joint long word. name. Yeah. The but, Iran deal. But, yeah, the Iran deal. But, so, so check it out. Iran, Iran has been the, the, the good actor here. Where they they came to the table, took the deal, backed off. It's cool. Trump gets in, backs us out. They're like, uh, okay. But well, wait, 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 wait a minute. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. So that's that's point one. Point two is this whole thing right here, right? Where well, even before this point, Trump's been talking crazy to Iran. There's been like little tension things like here and there. They go Iran on is the Twitter. one that backs down. Iran backs down. They're like they they have to chill. And now we get this assassination, and so Iran's just, response is to bomb the base. Whatever. Wait, wait, so are we are we gonna ignore the fact that they stormed our base or did whatever? No, we're not ignoring that. You well, left well, that well, part well, out of your like chronological <laughs> line of events. Like you gotta throw that in there. There was a couple other stuff. events too where that's a drone got shot down, a U.S. drone got shot down. Uh, I think altercations. Um, that's what Saudi, I'm saying. Saudi Arabian like oil tank refinery or something got attacked. Right. We've right, seen right. my point. So if you doing <laughs> shit like the, that, I support the U.S.'s ability to say, you know what, we're gonna shut this shit down now. Bro, you cannot go around taking out high-ranking governmental government officials. We only do it when it's company when it's countries that we can fuck with. It's not. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. With that, they're not gonna do that shit with France, they're not gonna do that shit with China. All right, man. As long as so we do it with smaller countries, I'm cool with that. that. Bro, That's why it. is it that only the US can sanction other countries? Like, when did this power Everybody just can like, sanction somebody? Because our economies just I've never heard of fucking Great Britain being like, We are now gonna sanction. It's always to me like the US sanctions because our economy is fucking the Venezuela shit. Because our economy is the shit, bro. <laughs> we balling out here, man. Hey, and it's a good way to say we got projects with elevators, dude. We balling in the US, dude. We balling in the US. We got running water everywhere except for Everybody's economy needs to interact with ours, right? So it's a good incentive to get people to play ball. Yeah, it's like, Yeah, we don't want to fight, we don't want to do wars and all that. So look, here's like this heavy tax. You don't even get to have this product anymore in your economy, like, boom. It's effective. It works. The whole idea is to make the country mad at their government so that they'll play fair. Yeah. That's the idea of doing sanctions. That's oh, the psychology man. behind it. It's fucked up, bro. Because like all the articles I read, it always hurts like the innocent people the most. They're the ones that suffer. Like, That's it, the point. They want to get the people mad at their leaders to yeah. pressure them to move. It does, but it, it probably hurts less than a war would. But do you not mm -hmm. think that it would it would accidentally uh, flip and then the people would be more mad at the U.S. because the governments in those countries are like, well, that's what happened. this is all because of the U.S. That's what happened throughout the Middle, Middle East. And like, then that's, you that's get that's a generation you get of, of anti-American terrorists that grow up. I mean, hey, man, you always going to have enemies, man. It's, it's, it's yeah, but you ain't got to go around right? making them on lonely at the top. <laughs> no, but I think, I think, but here's the thing. The U.S. is constantly in a perpetual state of war, which is another issue. But I think that as far as with this specific issue. Well, well I don't think it's another issue. I think that is the issue. That's that what is the about. issue. But what I'm saying is you can't address that without addressing everything. So you, but I don't know why we're making this seem like, oh, my God, this is the one time we've made a high level. I'm sure we 
every fucking overthrow, I'm sure you can find CIA no. operatives in. So it's like, Rob, Rob, we do not make a nobody in global politics goes around killing second in commands for governments. That don't happen. Unless you're at war with them. That don't happen. Bruh, regardless. That just don't happen. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. If Trump would have killed like some random dude who like called shots on a couple fights or the guy who called the op on the base, all right, whatever. This is literally like Secretary of State equivalent over there. You don't do that. Bro, as soon as this shit happened, that. I knew how it was going to be painted too. They were going to say anybody that was against this is un-American, is yeah, weak on defense. Like, right. I knew and how that, this shit was going to play like, out it's right like, it's like, yo, It's like, yo, we didn't have to be in a situation in the first place. So mm-hmm. like the gaslight is is crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's done, it's done. So it, I, don't, I don't support it. I'm not against it. I'm just saying I get it. So. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I wonder if they're going to still be talking about this come June. Like That's my point too. Like we've already forgotten about no, it. I think, like, we, moved, I think we moved on because Iran played their uh, retaliation. Hand. I think you know. Yeah, I appreciate cool the, I appreciate the restraint there. So let's just move on. Let's That's what I'm saying. It was like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dry snitch on ourselves. That's don't fine. be at the base when we bomb it. That's we're fine. gonna look tough, so uh-huh. it looked like we didn't just take that shit lying down. Everybody's cool. Let's move forward. That, that's cool fine. That. Bro, let's, let's do that. I'm cool and with that. Like the international community was like half and half on this. Some of them were like, yo. The U.S. can't do this. But then the news came out about, you guys read how they shot down their own plane? That's my yeah. point. So then it was like, oh, man, fuck around. That's my point. <laughs> that's my point. There's so much like, shit to this. You can't Trump, just use Trump, a Trump. simple narrative. There's Listen, no like, simple narrative. No, no, no. But you, the, you, you don't have to use a simple narrative. You just compartmentalize the discussion. So we're talking just about the the act of killing Soleimani. That was a bad move. Period. Foreign policy-wise, that's a bad play. If we, talk about, if, we talk about, oh, if we talk no about shit. if we talk about if we talk about if you did, if you in war if you sign up for war, we're not in war <laughs> we're not in no war. I'm That's saying I'm saying if you sign up let me rephrase that if you sign up for the military you signing up to eventually die if necessary bro you're not signing up to go to war today bro if you like, sign if up you, in the military you take on the risk of oh shit. I might have to die for my country. That's literally in the job description. In a war, that's You fine. get a lot of great benefits. Even in peacetime, if you sign up for the military, you're like, yo, I might have to die. I don't know a single person in the military. And I got plenty of family in the military. I got plenty of friends. I don't know a single person where we can't have jokes about like, yo, you might die. Like, that's who's talking about that? For. Not talking about the jokes. We're talking about the fact I'm not that talking about jokes. I'm just saying the probability. Like, yo... This bruh, was a general. Bruh, you, you, know you are you not engaging die. with my point, sir. You're not engaging with my point. You're making a complete separate point. But whatever. You're saying politically it was a bad move. But all right, let, let, let's all move right, on. Right, right. I, I want to get into your thoughts on. Uh, I had jotted this down before you got here on uh, interracial marriage. <laughs> you said <laughs> hard <laughs> left turn. We just gonna go smoking tires. Goddamn. Uh, so something that I had heard because so I had a coworker, no longer coworker, but she's good people. She would always tell me like all these uh, black actors and comedians and, and celebrities that didn't marry within their race, and she would give them shit for it. How do you guys feel about that? I'm, yo, I love mixed mixed marriages. I think that shit is the most beautiful thing you could do because then your kids grow up and they know two cultures and they are way less likely to be racist. I, I mean that's a bit. So I agree. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say on this. You obviously, got obviously some teeth. you got to pull some teeth, man. Obviously, uh, what do you mean pull teeth? Let's talk about it. Talk about it. It's a non-issue to me. It's a non-issue. It's a non-issue. It's a non-issue to me. Whatever. But I mean, that's important. To people, to some people that are like, nah, we gotta keep like black genetics intact. <laughs> like we gotta keep black genetics. Yeah. I would tell those people that eugenics has not worked out for the species very well historically. What do you mean? 
Like just in general, we, like eugenics is not a good idea. Eugenics, <laughs> just like making just one superior. Well, remember, like, because back in the day, like you know, the Nazi eugenics program they got from us because we were we were we believed in you know creating the strongest species possible, like mm -hmm. human species possible, right? So like you know what they did with the slaves, where they breed you know mm -hmm. breeding slaves to get better slaves, mm -hmm. trying to uh, purify the gene pool, like stuff like that, mm -hmm. like. It just it gets it gets real nasty to me. So yeah. I don't I don't I don't think that it's I understand the argument or the desire to want to keep uh, blackness or whatever like mm -hmm. I guess uh, pure. I, I I can I can appreciate that, but like I think it's a bit harebrained and uh, not fully thought out. But you know, it's it's it's, it's not. It's not a problem if it's just that. Mm -hmm. But like when people start doing what you're talking about, where it's like, yeah, man, like you're like a race trader or whatever. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, all right. <laughs> what do you think, Rob? No, I agree. By and large, with everything you said, um, I think that it's weird, but I think that there are. I think that the conversation gets interesting not when you just talk about interracial relationships, but the motives behind interracial relationships. Mm -hmm. So I think that, for example, when people see black actors date white women or something, why is that a trend? You know, and specifically with white women, why isn't it like, oh, they date across the spectrum? I mean, they do, but there is like a trend of once black men become successful, they date white women. That is where I think it gets interesting. But there's a also a trend on the other end where like in the hood and like poor areas, you get like the whole stereotype with the black guy with the or the, yeah, the black guy with the fat white girl or whatever. That's what I'm saying. I think that dark skinned dudes with, with huge... Yeah, and I think this nobody got no money. Like, but I think I think that is where it gets interesting. Like, not necessarily just the act of interracial, because yes, interracial relationship it's fine, but it's like the trends behind that. Like, if you look at your average white male, for example, they're gonna marry another white woman, or they're gonna marry an Asian. They're not. Those are like the statistically the most likely that they're gonna date. Really, for white men, white men, a lot of white men that fetishize like Latina women. I'm talking about marry. I'm not talking mm. about have sex with. Uh, you can yeah. have a fetish with anybody and yeah, get yeah. that off your list. But, but like, I'm talking about who they settle down with and who they marry. That's consistent across be... the, the spectrum. Like everybody marries themselves. Everybody kills themselves. Like no, no, no. But what, <laughs> I'm, what, what you talking about? <laughs> in other words, inner inner interracial violence yes. is mostly. That's what he's talking about. But what I'm talking about is like no. I'm saying like why is it that, for example, most white men. If they are going to marry outside of their race, they default to an Asian. Like, that is where the interesting conversations mm -hmm. are. And why is it that as black men get more successful, why is it their first choice is a white woman? I think that is where the fun, or not even their first choice, why does it just so happen mm -hmm. to be, by and large, a white woman once they start dating outside their race? That's where I, or even a Latina. Do you think it's because less... Um less women of color are in positions of success. So like, as these men get more successful, they're looking for somebody who is as equally successful as them. And there's just less women of color in those positions. I think that's absolutely the point. And I think the more successful you become, the more options you become, mm -hmm. you you have, I'm sorry. So that in itself is gonna inherit, is gonna um, open the door for you. But I think it's still interesting that it's specifically a white woman. Like there's, mm -hmm. I think more so like in modern time, like it is starting to kind of shift over more to Latinas. But for the longest, like historically, it was like, okay, if a black person gets, you know, rich and famous, they usually marry a white woman. Mm -hmm. Like even, who was it? Um, Frederick Douglass even died, like, died married to a white woman. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's really, really interesting just to see this. And I think that like, deep ingrained with us, there is an underlying superiority or inferiority complex in us. Um, as minorities that like 
even especially like within the Latino Latino community, but even within the black community, just minorities across the spectrum, Asians, where they see white people as like, oh, okay, I've made it. Like that's the next level. Mm-hmm. And I think that that doesn't get addressed because, you know, mm-hmm. it's a touchy subject. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, there's a, there's got to be some psychology behind that. I don't. I really don't know if it is, but it's just because I don't think that it is with me. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't. I didn't think, think about, about this. It. Like it just happened. You know what I mean? But I think that that's weird when everybody's like, "Oh, I don't think about who I marry." But then like either a they have a type, or b everybody in their race or everybody in their community is like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that I think that's where it's just interesting. It's like we don't talk about the why. Well, put it this way: like, we get the results, and it's like, well, can we figure well, out well, how we got here? Well, I mean, there might be like some interesting stuff in that, like you know it's the statistical aspect of the conversation but like you can't really just look at that right because people marry for all kinds of reasons and like in general in general marriage is down for our generation as well right Absolutely. so it's just like it's, it's it's a lot of other things that's going on in that conversation Absolutely. i think in any way i don't think the people that are against interracial marriage care about that i don't stuff. think anybody like, at all i don't like, think don't by matter. and large people are anybody I don't think there's a significant chunk of the population that's against interracial marriage i'm sure you can find somebody but mm-hmm. Excuse me. I think we're by and large past that point, but I just think it's interesting of how Are people choose. You sure? Like especially like in the black yeah. community. I don't this know. She told me she's a black supremacist. Like she's a self-titled black. I think that's I never weird. heard that term before. But here's the thing too. You also have to look at like the status of black women in America and how usually as black women end up getting more successful. A lot of them like um old girl who was in Queen and Slim was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. most black guys consider me. Uh, no, no, she was like, I, I used to always hear, oh, I'm dark, I'm pretty for a dark skinned girl or something like that. Like, dude, like black men yeah. don't want to no, no, be dark skinned. No, no, absolutely. There's like, a there's mean. a thing there. There's something there's, going on. There's means about that, and it, and it works the other way too. To be fair, it works the other way too. Nah, dark skinned dudes can usually get that. Pretty yeah, good but man, dark skinned dudes are like the creme de la creme because that's like, yo, that's Sambo right there. Like, that's every <laughs> athlete. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I mean, like you, you remember colorism thing is yeah, like colorism. It's weird because like worked both ways growing up for me. I don't know. It does, but it's like as dude for like. At least in my community, like, or at least if you just look on the field, like a dark man, that's like darkness is seen as masculine almost mm. in some. What Kanye weird said? Kanye said, "I'm gonna make sure these light skinned dudes never come back in style." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like light skinned dudes is almost like a meme. Like the Chris Browns, like dude, light skins like a, they are it's synonymous. Sure. But light skins usually been like a, a, a synonymous with being soft. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you soft, dude. Like, oh, you know, girls want dark skinned dudes, mm-hmm. something like that. Like it's. it's just and weird. you think it's opposite for women, where men want more lighter skin? Absolutely. Women? Absolutely. That's where you get like a. I think that's probably incidentally what happened, but I don't. I mean, I just just don't know to the the degree that anybody is actively engaging in this stuff. Let me ask you this. That's what I'm saying. It's subconscious, but let me ask you this. If you can't tell me and Perry are both uh, black individuals, who's darker, your mom or your dad? Are you asking me that? I'm asking you. Who's darker between your parents, your mom or your dad? They're about the same. Okay. Well, (laughs) basically, (laughs) what what I was getting at, what I was getting at, my mother is light skinned. I'm darker than both of them. Hey, that's the beauty of being black, but that's a whole nother story. We mm-hmm. could we could we could be as dark as whatever or light as day and our babies will still come out every color. But neither here nor there. Uh-huh. Um yeah, like there's a trend with even like black people. Like most black people, their mother is light skinned, their father is dark skinned. Like that's just the way that humans fucking uh, reproduce. I, 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 I would be careful with that. That's just most black people? I mean, it's anecdotal, no doubt. But I'm just saying, like, usually, yeah. But I, okay. <laughs> I can't. I don't have any statistics. Have no I'm, just, stats for I'm going off. So I'm going off an anecdotal. But I'm just. Or or here's another one. Usually when you have a, a, a person like who's in a, who's biracial, white, black, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, their father's black and their mother's white. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they don't exist, but 
Go ahead and see how long it takes you to find multiple interracial black white kids who their mother. So, so is check it out because I, I really don't think that those little things matter. I'm not saying they not, matter. Not to invalidate what you say, but I'm saying there's interesting trends to that. Like, it's not just because there's reasons. But I have a question for you. Go ahead. Do you? Uh, what what do you say to people who are about the whole like black eugenic thing? What do you say to them? I think it's weird. Like the the whole argument about like preserving the black race or whatever. Like I think it's weird, but I do think that when you talk economics, I think that black economics need to be. Preserved. Well, no, that that's a whole separate. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. But that but I'm saying you can't talk about marriage without economics because if you want to talk community yeah, yeah, building, you can. Yeah, you when can. you talk about community building, it's like okay, well, what. What are these communities going to consist of? What kind of Family. people are going to? Nah, yeah, what are these families going to look like? What kind of build businesses are they going to support? So it's like. Mm-hmm. So, so are you saying that you don't think you can have a black business with a white spouse? That's not what I'm saying. No. Okay. What I'm saying is that these all become questions of okay, well, even if this is a biracial family, economically, where is their allegiance to? Are they just like mainstream general, which is white by default, or do they make a concerted effort to be black family or black supporting? Like, because mm-hmm. you have to make an effort to support your ethnicity. Otherwise, you're just defaulting to whiteness, which you're basically mm-hmm. falling into. Oh, yeah, you know, it's America. I don't see color, blah, 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 blah. That's bullshit, all right? I shop what's closest. Yeah, most people do. Most people do. But I think what he's saying is like, for us, we have to make, because because there's been so many different layers of uh, disenfranchise, disenfranchisement and like, yeah, oppression as well, yeah. mm-hmm. to where... The convenience choice to, for us is by default not for us. Yeah, right? that, so that's I, what I get. I'm so I get what yeah. you're saying, mm-hmm. and I can agree with that. But like at the same time, like just speaking about the marriage part right there, like I would agree that like to those black eugenics folks, yeah, man, that's that's funky. Like you need to think that. Through. No, I think, yeah. I think it's <laughs> weird. I think it's weird if you're just like, oh, I'm only. But that being, if you're saying, oh, I'm it's only going to date. If if you have a racial preference, that's fine. But I just Absolutely. think this it's interesting to go into why you have those racial preferences. Mm-hmm. Like I date. Like, well, my fiance, she's Mexican. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have no problem saying that, like, yes, growing up, when I first saw Jennifer Lopez, I was like, what the fuck is this? She's not white. She's not black. What is this? Whole <laughs> other world was opened up to me. And from that day on, it was like, yo, all right, cool. Like, not to say that, like, it's weird because, like, I've gotten, like, the looks and shit. Like, oh, why are you dating, like, you know, a, a you know, a, a non-black woman or something? Yeah. Like, I'm supposed to date. You know, I hate the whole thing. Uh, you don't. That entitlement thing is trash. Yeah, I hate Stop that shit because it's like one. Stop that. This is all so like I never really even Fuck thought about yeah. this because I didn't have to think about this. Fuck like, yeah, it's so weird. They're like, oh, you must not like your mother because you date. No, I don't want to fuck my mom. I don't have some kind of sex. <laughs> I don't have no Sigmund Freud or whatever kind of whatever that she knows it gets different just because your family wants you to to marry Date somebody who can speak that or just or speak that language. Yeah. And to be fair, thing. I think that this kind of lives more on like Twitter. I mean, you said you met somebody in real life who yeah, thinks like I'm that, but, you, bro. but but like like first in time general, I ever heard black supremacists, I was like, no, nah, that that's crazy, me, man. What? Yes, because then it's like it's like so wait. Because you decide to shack up with somebody years into your life, like 20, 30 some years into your life, you just forget what, mm-hmm. it, what it was to be black. Like mm-hmm. everything, everything happened with your mother, your sister, the cousins, mm-hmm. like all that stuff is just yeah, gone. gone. But again, uh, I think it goes. Well, if it you start goes. spending more holidays, I guess, with, with the the white side of the family. Yeah, I think it's how your how your kids grow up. I mean, because you got to bring day, the culture to there, though. Yeah, like yeah. I said, you have to make a concerted effort because by default, if you're not making an effort to learn your own culture and to learn what your people are doing, you're falling into default, which mm-hmm. has always been whiteness for America. Mm-hmm. White yeah. is default. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Quick little pivot. Yeah, so what do you guys think about the notion of the demasculinization of black men in America? So mm-hmm. I had someone on my podcast tell me how there's a con- concentrated effort to make black men less scary and more homosexual and less what feminine. F- <laughs> you never heard this? 
You never heard this? <laughs> no, I've heard it, but it's like it's one of the it things that funny. like it's yeah, it's just like yo, know, people really actually think that that's. I mean, I you could definitely like, like look at certain examples where like and, and draw lines to make it seem like that's what's going on, but like, bro. To what end? Their examples were like, on the cover of like GQ. You had Pharrell in a dress, Young Thug, the way that he dresses more feminine. You got J. Cole looking all funny and all. I think like, it's a demasculinization of men as a whole, to be quite honest. I don't think, I, I think just, it's not fair you know, to like, I just think you say remove it's agency. Men. I think you remove agency from the people making those decisions when you say that. Like Pharrell, Lil, or Mick Jenkins, uh, Young Thug, any of these kind of guys that get into high fashion, like that ain't got nothing to do with There's no shadowy figure. Like puppeteering them to that's make what them I was do saying. That. Yeah, yeah, I don't like, like no back back. They do that because they got smoke. mad money and they want to do it. But like, I do think I do think. But like I said, I don't. And this is something we said off um Mike. I don't think that there is a smoking room of just villains saying that ho ho ho. This is gonna be the conspiracy and we're gonna do this. We're gonna get I don't. Gay. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But that being said, if you were to just look at the pattern, I do think that there is like a huge homosexual agenda that is in the media, and it's it's different. Like I, I get it. Everybody wants to be like exposure and stuff like that, but. It's odd to say that there is no agenda to make that acceptable. And what are the methods to go about I think that? I think the word agenda is just way too weighted for what you're talking about. It is and, and, and frankly, like, yes, there's over-representation in the media, especially entertainment media. Yeah, because, that's what I'm saying, in the media. But, but that's because, like, a lot of those folks, like, are going to be in the areas where that media is created in New York, L.A., which are very liberal cities, right? Which are gonna have a higher population I, of like I get what you're minorities, saying. gays, women, all that. Right? I get what you're saying, so, but I was gonna take that back in to say that like I'm I think sorry, that that being said, I think that it's very interesting with everybody trying to be woke and everybody trying to be inclusive and diverse. I think that oftentimes black people end up being the scapegoat for like, okay, we're gonna have a black character. Well, we're also gonna make him gay, and it's like, wait, 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 we can't just have like a strong solid like fatherly black guy like we gotta no they do try and double up sometimes that and i hate yeah, that's that, what that, i that, hate that's just pandering. it's like yo quit doubling up on the minorities like all right if you're gonna have yeah. a black person that's gay trying to be mad efficient that. <laughs> isn't it important to highlight that there is black gay people i think that, that it absolutely. is but i would i would argue reality like, i would absolutely. argue that in 99 percent of those shows and by all means fact check me there's not gonna be like just like a normal like black dude who's like yo i want to be like that guy like a role model i'm not saying like he's just there in the background i'm saying like yo that's a dope ass dude like he's got his shit together he's getting all the girls or he's successful in business he's balling out in life like he has some trait that's like yo i really want to be him he's going to be like a plot device if there's another normal black guy the black guy that you're going to see a lot of that's going to be like in your face that's going to be the gay dude and it's like come on man like I mean, don't, I don't double up on these stereotypes well, i don't like have an this, issue man. with that i mean like in general i don't i think it's lazy i think it's lazy writing Very when, lazy. when you have like Oh, so we need to get, you know, the female in, we need to get the the minority in, we need to get the LGBT just in. Checking, and you, make, you just put in one person. Yeah, like, that, I totally that, agree. That, that, that's that stuff is a little lazy, but like what you're talking about, like, nah, I mean, I it's fine, man. Like, I, I don't, it, it happens and sometimes it comes out that but way, another, but I don't think that it's like a... But this is another like, conversation that we've had too, as far as like, and we talked about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to have a gay character and to what extent are you going to go to show me this person's sexual preference? Mm -hmm. Because by default, if you just see somebody, unless they're outwardly projecting, like they're wearing a dress or they're wearing something that looks a little too fashion forward or um, gender non-binary or whatever, you're not going to know what that person is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's interesting the lengths that Hollywood goes to show us that these person, people are gay. Mm -hmm. Because I, I, I don't believe in don't ask, don't tell, but I believe that like, I don't care who you're sleeping with mm -hmm. more so than anything else. And mm -hmm. I think that... It, it, it doesn't get jolting, but it's like, okay, 
what is where are we going with this? Like, what is the end game of this? Do we want every character to be gay, or do we just want every no, show I, to have like its own gay character? I, like, where are we going I, with? It's this? just about being like representative. One thing that I had said off mic or whatever was that oftentimes when you don't make it so blatant that they're gay you'll have like reviews afterwards like being all like was this character gay and like then they they're all like speculative about it but even like with gay people like i feel like there's only one type of gay that's shown and that's like the flamboyant gay like what about yeah. what about like the normal kind of gay where it's like oh shit wait you gay oh okay that's, well, that's cool. what i was telling you, you know, about like, what netflix, happened to that kind of gay the, people the like they just don't exist no more the dracula netflix <laughs> the the dracula series on netflix I'm pretty sure Dracula's gay. It's almost like obvious that he's gay, but he's a badass motherfucker. And I think that was one. That's what I'm saying. Like that. And it's like almost like those kind of gay people like almost don't exist in the media. Like they only show one type of gay person to the point where like the gayness is their trait. And it's like, wait, can you do anything else dope? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you have any other skills? And that's just kind of tokenism. And that's, that is a problem right now. I think with portraying LGBT stuff in like movies and and shows where like they just kind of go about it in this really obnoxious way that is it is it's, it's pandering you know what i mean yeah like, it's, it's like every other scene you don't have to be like oh I, the love of my life who's a man it's like mm-hmm. well, no, no, bro no, like, just going in life like what, normal what, like why do you have it, to it, stop every two seconds to be like by the way i'm gay like no that, like don't do that like, with black if, characters if story, don't do that with anybody if the story calls for like you gotta be motivated by story with any of that stuff mm-hmm. that's how i feel on it yeah, yeah you need to be motivated by story so if it's a gay character you do have to actually Put, put like, effort there, into there, that shit. There needs to be effort to like. I mean, it needs to make sense. Like, there needs to be a romance like element to it. Like, we gotta, you know. But keep in mind, there needs to be a reason for us to see that from the keep, character. But Whereas keep in mind, minority, mm-hmm. you just put them there. That's different. Like, you, we see visually that that's a black person. But keep in mind too that like once you have a movie, and this is why like we had this discussion a lot of times. It was funny. We actually had this discussion in a Wendy's of all places, and we were right next to a gay couple, mm-hmm. and we were talking about how they wanted um Captain America and Bucky to have a relationship, and I was they like. Did? Yeah, that was a that, yeah, that was like a, that was like a thing on Twitter or whatever. That Once really it got floated. Yeah. yeah, but here's the thing about it. Here's why that's a horrible idea. It has nothing to do with homophobia. It has to do with realistically, you're gonna block out a huge chunk of your audience financially. Like people just aren't gonna want to see that. You I, know I, I disagree. I, I, I still disagree. But no, no, here, let me let me finish. Let me finish. I'm not saying that like people are gonna not want to see it because of like oh we're homophobic and gay. But I'm saying like. You're going to take away an element of that character number wise, like the, the majority of people that want to see a quote unquote gay superhero is very, very, very minuscule. Like they might say, oh, yeah, we want to see that. We want to see that. Then when it comes time to vote with your dollars, mm-hmm. it's going to be very hard to push that. And like you're not going to have the same waves of people as if you just have him being straight. But should we never do it just because that it, it, let's say it is minority. We don't have the numbers for that. But let's say a minority of people do want a gay superhero. I don't should think we, we should never, never do it. Do it just I think because I think you should capitalism? use I think you should use the gay superhero. Like mm-hmm. there's already gay superheroes. Don't go take like. Who's gay? Mm-hmm. Who's a gay superhero? And that's what I was going to. Well, there's a couple. There, yeah. there are a couple. Like iterations of characters. Like there's. And I think I would, there's a Hulk that's gay. There's a Hawkeye. I, think I would argue. Comics? Yeah. I would oh, argue okay. that with, with Marvel, especially with their catalog and all the fucking characters and shit that they can pull from, there's plenty of diverse characters, black, white, Asian, or whatever. They can give them their own movies who have origin stories of being gay. Mm-hmm. But having like a story just be gay. I mean, having a character just be gay out of nowhere for no reason, mm-hmm. that is pandering because it's like, well, what are you doing? And I would be willing to bet that. And that's a, I, I can agree with that. Like the other stuff you're talking about, like with the with the, the metric, like, I don't know about that. But like as I far think- as because we had this same discussion about like uh, Batman, where it's like, look, I am OK with a black Batman. I am not OK with a black Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? And that I think, I think you're splitting hairs Wait, on that on. one. Off. So you're OK with a black Batman. 
Oh, okay, he doesn't okay, want the I exact same saying. origin story. So that there's a like kind of like what they did with the the new Spider-Man, the animated yeah, one. We got Miles Morales. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, in other words, don't have like the same. Oh, everything is the same. Everything is the same. His parents still get shot in the alley, but he's but black. he's black. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's lazy. That is lazy. That's pandering. That's, really that's pandering. Like that, don't that's don't, don't tell me that all of a sudden Captain America and Bucky are a gay couple. Bro, when they've all, never been that. What before. I had seen was they were gonna remake. It was when they were talking about remaking Lion King. They were gonna make Timon and Pumbaa gay. That was like a. And that's pandering. Too, yeah, that's just, like it don't make any sense to do that. I mean, if you want to introduce a character and that character is gay and they can represent that community, but here's that's the reality: fine. I think number, but, I think just number wise, just purely number wise. No, that one's messy, man. I, I think no, no, I think I think I think it'd be very interesting because I mean I would like to see just what happens. But if I had to hedge a bet, if they were to like come out with like a character and they were gay, mm-hmm. like you have to realize like that goes into the plot point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and it, it, depends, has, it has to have story. Yeah, it has to. It goes into the plot point, and it's gonna be in how people relate to them. So basically, mm-hmm. what you're gonna end up doing is making a love story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just have them be mm-hmm. gay and then like, oh, I'm just gonna peck this dude on the cheek, and then they go off and fight. It's like, wait a minute, that's not enough gayness. You no, know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's gonna be weird. No, wait it's a gonna be weird. You're gonna have to work a love story into that for you no, to know that that character's minute, gay, and that's when it's like, well, okay, no, why don't. do I gotta know who my superhero's banging in the bathroom? Like, it's weird. You don't. This is what he does, by the way. Go ahead, he, go he ahead. He would talk over me and gish gallop until I, I can't get a word All out. right, all right, my uh, fault. Go ahead, go Listen, ahead. no, you don't have to do that. Like, like we were talking about that war movie example. We talked about this over text before, where it's like, look, if you got a war movie, right? Dude's pinned down, they're shooting at him, like he's in behind cover, boom, boom, he's about to die, it's getting bad, and he knows he's about to die, so he's gonna make the sacrifice play. Pulls out the locket, opens it up, and there's a picture of his family, it's two dudes, and like their adopted kid or whatever. Uh-huh. That's fine. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna trip over that. I actually agree that. with that. Yeah. At all. I actually agree with that. Yeah. At all. I, I agree with and that. And you ain't gotta do a whole bunch of plotting to get I it. I totally in there. agree with that. I totally but, agree with that. I totally but, agree with that. By the but way, but if 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 all of a sudden like if that character was like a character we famously know as being like heterosexual or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you do it, then you, then you do it, then it's like yeah, it's gonna. It feels it's just like you're weird. pandering to me now. You're trying to get like this mm-hmm. this vote, like that Star Wars movie, what they did with the the couple. They 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 got their LGBT representation with a. Uh, a very also individual hate. shot of this lesbian couple kissing that was already took and taken out of the Singapore cut. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's a little thing that was just so small and minuscule. Uh-huh. It's like, why'd you even do that? Why'd you do that? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird to have- Should've went all in if you're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's what and that's what I'm saying. That's where we're gonna start having like conflicts. Cause it's like, how far are we gonna go into this person's gayness? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how much of your gayness is your identity Versus how much of it is your private life? No, but that's what I'm saying. If you like in in the Star Wars example, for instance, if they would have did the Finn and Poe thing and actually set it up that they were going to be gay, I disagree. If they set that up, they were gay at all. But mm-hmm. if they would have actually did the work and made it seem like that's where the story was going, I wouldn't care at all. I'm Are fine you a Star Wars that. fan? No, I don't know which scene you're talking about. Okay, oh, so basically, okay. he's talking about the most worthless black character in Star Wars and some other dude played by that's Isaac, a whole, Oscar Isaac. That's a whole separate issue. How do you Oscar Isaac was dope, but yeah, that, neither that was, here nor there. Finn that, is like the most crazy. worthless character. I've seen two out of three of them. I'm not going to see the third one, but that's, these are the confirmed. new ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. How it confirmed my suspicion that it's the crazy. one black guy in Star Wars, so they were like, oh, they have a black stormtrooper. He's mm-hmm. the most worthless character ever. <laughs> Just, just complete it's tokenism. Not it's not his fault. Horrible. It's not his fault. It's, it's the not writer's fault. fault like, yeah, they just, yeah. they just didn't know. The first movie was fine, mm-hmm. and it was a lot. It was very, nah, prom- very still, promising. The problems. second movie was fine. Problems. Promising. Is it problems? Is, is Childish Gambino in this? He's, he's in. He's in one of them. Yeah. He's in one of them. And then what happened? His character dies or something? <laughs> nah, nah. He's like uh, he put, no. He I'm plays. just saying because you say he's in one of them and he didn't make it to the well, other. No, he was in a prequel. Like so, the character he plays is like from the 
old 80s movies yeah yeah and they did a prequel where oh, he's like okay. young so, so they cast he'll probably be gotcha. like dead by now or he'll be very no, no, he's, he's in a new movie he's oh, old okay. he's just and he's, oh, he's, he's just old as dirt so he can't do oh, okay. yeah. mm. no he, he does a lot which is a problem but yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right well um and then so it seems like social issues is what you guys really concentrated on the bubby report right yeah yeah that's that's definitely how right. do you guys feel about trans rights when it comes to trans people oh, in man. sports Oh, oh, see because i know we started this discussion last time on the podcast and so i see both sides of it where i'm like all right for out of safety reasons you know you shouldn't have a woman who now is uh converted to a man being in there fighting with other women but then i'm like do you start a whole nother trans league for this is that discrimination would that be like putting you know having a, a negro baseball league is that mm-hmm. the same thing is it discrimination to put I, would, all I, trans I, I know you're league. gonna have more to say on this yeah, than me. Ahead, i will say i don't care at all about any of this <laughs> I, I, I i completely disengaged from this topic it's like whatever man like i don't think that's a big enough issue to be an issue right uh-huh. now but what about when it comes to like high school sports if as we move forward there will be more trans people that you know are out and, and if we get to it. that point like an hrt is not like for fine enough that you can't tell like physically i mean i think you can now from mm-hmm. what i've seen but whatever you know mm-hmm. we can address it then but right now this just seems like a bit of a non-issue to me not like, issue to you whatever what you um okay because i know you have a little bit more martial arts experience right no Background. yeah i have boxing yeah i box and i did karate and i wrestled in high school so yeah and i'm about to take up kickboxing but neither here nor there um i actually watch women's MMA and women's kickboxing. And I know a lot of people that talk about trans sports don't even watch women's sports, or I would be willing to wager because let's be honest, it, not a lot of people watch women's sports in general unless maybe the Olympics come around. Mm-hmm. That being said, in combat sports, which are pretty much the only thing I do, I fight, I, I've sparred with women. Like I've sparred with women, like full contact, no punches hold, like you fight. Women can hit hard as shit. Mm-hmm. That being said, I still have to control myself I mean, you control yourself whenever you spar with somebody, but mm-hmm. we're just practicing. We're not even like really going ham. Mm-hmm. Out of every woman that I fought, I'm pretty confident 90% of them I could kill mm-hmm. if we were to go no 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 bars hold, mm-hmm. just full just MMA. Just each other on the streets. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like if we're in the ring, sure, she's aggressive. She can come forward. In real life, it's like, yo, I'm fucking, I can pin you down. I can beat you up. This mm-hmm. is not a competition. I'm not the biggest guy ever. I'm 5'7". I weigh 185 pounds. I'm not that big. But that being said, a woman of equal build will not be able to fuck with me, mm-hmm. period. Because she's probably going to be overweight and I'm 185 and mostly muscle. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's no competition. That being said, the way that sports work, or at least combat sports, you're going by weight. And no matter how you cut that slice and dice it, it's not going to be fair if you have somebody who's, and I know this is problematic, biologically one gender fighting mm-hmm. against or competing against the other gender. Because mm-hmm. except for like one scenario, which you would have to Google the fuck out of, where it was like, a transgender person who went from female to male and then competed against males. Mm-hmm. There's only like, there's so few examples of those. Cases have, of that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Have fun with that. It's usually always guys that convert to. to yeah, women. or it's always M to F. Yeah. They always compete and then they break the records. And it's like, really? Are we, or do we have to point out this elephant in the room? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's I just, just think that, like, as much as you can be experienced in combat sports, you. There's a lot of people who aren't experienced with the HRT stuff. Like that's very complicated. Bro, it's the HRT stuff. Here's the reality of it. Yes, uh, it's complicated. Can we just define what the HRT is. Uh, that's hormone uh, therapy. Hormone replacement therapy. Wait, what? Okay. Yeah. So that's when you start taking more yeah, testosterone or whatever. Or let's estrogen. keep it a buck though. Let's keep it a yeah. buck. 
Some people call it HRT, other people call it steroids. Because I mean, <laughs> realistically, realistically, that's what you're doing. Like, Chris Cyborg is actually, she Whoa. just lost her uh, title in the UFC to Amanda Nunes. It's pretty much, it, I don't know, it was confirmed that she was juicing, but she was a different animal when she fought. Like, even if you look at her facial features, like, I, I don't like to talk about like people like objectively like pretty or whatever, but yeah. like she objectively had masculine features then she has them now. But like when she was juiced up, it's like, yo, this is literally a dude with well, hair. I want to walk back to like what you said about the steroids thing. It's like steroids in, in a sporting context, steroids implies it's like, a lot you're, of it's you're, a you're lot taking of you're taking substance to improve your performance. But what are whereas, those? Whereas what? HRT like but works a against a lot of performance enhancing kind of attributes no no what like, i'm saying is nature. a lot of times it's the same stuff like realistically like at least for women to man she's basically injecting ingesting testosterone into herself with a dude if you ingest estrogen your body could actually have a negative effect and make more testosterone to so you're gonna have to take testosterone suppressants and it, it, it's it's a weird chemical concoction but basically you're not altering what this person is you're just you're fucking with their testosterone production, which let's but be you, real. But you are. Here's the here's the thing. You can talk about testosterone, but like that's just one aspect of being a guy. Mm -hmm. Like that's one component. hundred percent. Human human HRT that addresses one component. It doesn't of it. though. Yeah. That's, it that's addresses the thing. one component. It doesn't. It addresses several different hormones. That's why it's not it's but not what, testosterone replacement but therapy. I'm saying, we're, but what I'm therapy. saying is we're acting like man and woman. The only difference is the hormones. And I'm saying there's a lot more to it than that. Well, no, if you boil it down, like, yeah, like this is why we are different. Skeletal features, I think, is one of the I'm biggest saying problems. Skeletal features, which you, which you can also, which you can also alter. have an effect on an alter. Mm -hmm. But here's what I'm saying. saying. Here's like, what you I'm can saying. change everything. But Bro, they, the, got, they got... Didn't you hear about that thing where the, uh, the trans like dude gave birth? Like, bro, what? Whoa, it's crazy. Woman to female to male. Yes. Conversion. Then he had a baby. Like they, they well, somehow injected yeah, like they, they somehow injected like embryos into. He ain't got I, no ovaries. So what you do? Put some I, don't, I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't know. At this point, we're talking but such crazy out. science but, projects but check it out. that it's like. <laughs> what science? Hey, well, check it out. Though. It's we're, a literal not, science project. But, like but, it's but somebody saying, I think I can do it. Okay. But, like, but what I'm saying, Rob, that's is how that all fucking. What I'm saying though is like speaking of like HRT and what it can do and what it does. Yes, it's way more than, than testosterone. You, like we know what makes man and woman now, and we can change it. I'm not saying we should, but I'm saying we can. I so I would, I would say that I would say that that's a loaded thing because I don't think you can change it. I think you can make them more alike. I think you can you can make more Bro, things. We can similar. literally edit genes like as video. But what I'm saying is not what I'm saying straight from XX. What I'm saying is nine times out of ten with these athletes, the majority of it is somebody that's been the majority of their life as the other gender and then for the last sliver they take whatever the fuck this hormone stuff is and facial reconstruction and hormones whatever for a very small percentage and we're just going to negate all the whatever from puberty until 20 whatever when you can legally do it or 18 and we're just going to act like that didn't happen so check it out though but they can't perform at the same level physically as like a, a, a male female trans can't perform at the same level that uh but here's the thing if they're splitting the difference they're still beating the majority of here's no i'm talking about like if if, if you, you got a male trans male who male went, to female yes yeah that, that that trans female is not about to mess with like regular men anymore absolutely but you know what you know what they are going to be able to do whoop the ass of or beat the majority of women as they have been doing I mean, some of them. No, that's what the. Okay, well, okay, well, okay, fine, sure. The majority have, of them that are like. Bro, I, I'm, not, I'm trying to get to the point. Right, like, go ahead, go ahead. fine, what's the point, though? From there, then what? 
From there, I think that ultimately the solution should be let them compete in their own league. I think you that it's think too so? much. Trans have league? a trans league? Yeah, I think that it's too much. It's too much. At the end of the day, women born women. I hate to use these terms because it sounds so much like some. But at the reality of it, women born women are the ones that do suffer because at the reality, already nobody's watching women's sports. The numbers are fucking piss poor. And if you have a bunch of, or even if you have any uh, transgender people come into that sport and then kind of take that light, it's like, well, damn, how do they even compete? It's just weird. It's like, what? why do you even have separated gender sports if you're not gonna enforce that all the way through? Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It's like, okay, well, if that's the case, take away all gender, my fault, take away all gender uh, uh, sports and just let everybody compete against everybody. Mm. That that's what I think it is. I mean, again, as disengaged as I am, I'm not necessarily against like a trans league. I'll I, I have to be educated to see like what the problem with that is. But like, it seems like the path of least, least resistance from where I'm sitting. I don't know. Right. I it would just know. make yeah. It would just make the most sense. And it's like I hate to say it, but it's like there are certain decisions that we make in our lives where by doing that you can't do other things, mm-hmm. and you just inherit that. So if you, if it's your goal in life to live as the agenda of your choice you're gonna have to forego through things that just like everyone who wants to achieve things in their life they're gonna have to forego things and they're gonna have to make sacrifices to whatever their goal is and if you if competing in the sport is more important than your gender then you should compete on as whatever your gender is and then live your life as ever however if it's not then by all means switch but then don't make other people don't put other people in an uncomfortable position for your desires. Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of where a lot of this comes from because it doesn't consider the other people that have to deal with this mm-hmm. because it's a very internalized problem. And it's mm-hmm. like, by all means, trans people, like, I get it. Like, I support everything. Like, you should live your life as comfortable as possible and anybody who disagrees with you, fuck them. Mm-hmm. But after a certain point, it becomes, okay, when do my decisions affect other people? And I think that's where we need to draw the line. Hey, true that. Have you guys heard of TERFs? Yes. That's trans exclusionary radical, radical feminist. That's a hilarious so what? what? Trans, trans exclusionary radical it's, feminist. It's feminists that say that trans women, so male to female, don't they're you not included. Feminism right now. <laughs> they're not included in women's rights because they're, they're mm. they were they're they're women now, but they're just not included. I don't think in as society we're, we're mature enough to have that discussion. <laughs> we're just not. We're Dude, not there. The yet. turf thing is just crazy to me because it's just infighting within the feminist camp. And now, I'm did you like, interview yeah. somebody who was that or a turf? Nah, I've been trying to get a turf on for a while. And there's just, a podcast I can put you on. A it's a Canadian chick. I don't know if you can get a hold of her, but uh-huh. she seems like she would definitely be she, interested. That is so disrespectful. Very much term, so. Dude. Turf turf. like fake grass. I know it's all hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious how the letters ended up being man trans. How do you feel about feminism? Let me ask you. I think it's great, man. I think that I mean the the premise of it. I know that we're in Here's different where waves. Any goodwill there's... that Rob has built is about to be shattered. But, <laughs> bro, I know that there's different waves of feminism and all that, and I think the core of it of women having equality and not feeling like you know that they have to be this submissive person in the household. Like if women want to go out and work, by all means. I think is at this point necessary to have two incomes it's just expensive as fuck to right. live without it but you know if women want to do whatever they want like it's it's yeah i guess it's just an individual i would argue that 99 percent of the people on the planet agree with that you're gonna what? find some yeah. you're gonna find some people that are like oh no no no, no. stay in the kitchen bitch uh, play i'm sure you're gonna find that but the majority of people that being said why do you think that i think it's a third of women identify as feminists yeah, in america bro and I there's think- some there's some disconnect going on for sure buddy. there are women that hate feminism like women against feminism and I only a third understand. of them identify as, as feminists I but think- i think that's because 
they have a, a different picture of what feminism is. They think of like the women that are beating up men and shit and saying that men are the devils and smash the patriarchy. Like I think, you know, squeaky wheel gets the oil or whatever. So the That's loudest one in the room when you, remember, when you paint feminism and it's just all these men is, Remember when I brought up Gamergate earlier? Yeah. That was happening around the same time that this current uh, incarnation of feminism was coming up. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get this really weird thing where there's this radical kind of feminist stuff with these weird ideas online like that you know it, some of them have merit some of them are just kind of like really strange discussions like the iceberg thing like what was was that there was like some like paper like about um i can't remember the particulars but it was like something they were pulling feminist ideas from icebergs and what? like I, I don't know it was that really no what you mean <laughs> like it, it, it's a very famous and decorated like uh research like scientist who did it mm -hmm. so like I'm sure there was some more to it than that, but yeah, I read yeah, the, I read yeah. the headline. I'm like, what? I gotta look at that. What? what do you mean pulling them out of ice? Yeah, it's weird. I think just like those two ideas didn't. But like, but what I'm saying is like, actually, you know what? I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna chill. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, 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 go. <laughs> no, I think I think that it's really interesting to talk about feminism in America. Obviously, I'm a black man, so full disclaimer. Um, I think the face of feminism is always what makes me kind of chuckle when you always see like a white woman nine times out of ten talking about like oh this is how women are oppressed and you know this they is something always... I agree with what happened this is something I can agree yeah with. it's weird because it's like you, you have know, white, white women... women talking about how they're oppressed yeah like white women in America say that they're oppressed and I'm always kind of like Michelle Wolf did she kill you? Uh, could you elaborate on that? Yeah, like Michelle Wolf. She said, Yo, like, yeah, we're oppressed, but we like have air conditioning. <laughs> like, but we have air conditioning. She yeah. said white woman's oppression was like you're oppressed, but you still have air conditioning, whereas everybody else is like outside the sun. <laughs> but like overall, it's like I just feel like in America, like, yes, there's definitely issues with gender on both sides. Mm -hmm. And it's just weird when you have white women like as the face of feminism and all their issues get brought to the forefront. And within each of those issues, it's like you realize that like the only person you're really competing with statistically is white men mm -hmm. and it's just really weird they're like 73 cents on the dollar you know as a black man that's like 68 cents but who's counting mm -hmm. and then like it's weird because like feminism always works when they pull in the numbers from minority women and then it balances stuff out but i think like if you just look at how much your average white woman makes on the dollar mm -hmm. it's a lot higher than that 70 cents or whatever the fuck that yeah, it's like it's like 80 cents or some shit like that, which I mean, you can go into that. And a lot of it goes down to just what career are you doing? Because everybody knows. Fun well, fact, if you don't know well, the wage gap, I'm just say this real quick. Okay. Fun fact about the wage gap is that 70 cents on the dollar is like the cumulative total. It's not like position for position, like every female plumber makes 70 percent of whatever. It we just had says a long discussion about this. all the numbers. It's literally all the numbers of all the men and all the women. This is what the average is. And they found it like the difference is like 70 percent. If you look at. Position for position, it's closer to like five percent, which we still maybe that the real wage gap, and we can argue about that. But yeah, the whole yeah. seventy cents on the five dollar, to ten. It was five to ten. Five to ten, but regardless, it's not nearly as bad as they make it out to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's like it's just weird. Like I said, between having white women saying, "Oh, we're so oppressed," and it's like, how if you're only really second to white and Asian men? Like, what are you really complaining about? Mm -hmm. That's just me though. <laughs> I watched some documentary about it that explained how it's also because like women are more like well they're gonna take maternal leave at some point so all these decisions get yeah like, it's a lot in. of shit that no, goes listen, into it. It, it, is, it is nasty like the wage thing is nasty I think that what you're saying kind of like minimizes it like I mean it's, it's good to put it in proper context for sure but like it mm -hmm. is nasty still yeah but but but, but, but I mean on, then on, we can <clears> also <throat> get into like 
should <clears throat> men should probably get paternal leave as well. Like absolutely, that they shouldn't be there with their child at Huge those facts. early like weeks. Huge facts. But yeah, but that but that, but that, those ideas are traditionally feminist ideas. That, mm-hmm. That's why like this anti-feminist thing is like I'm well, not anti-feminist. I just think like I said, I just think it's always weird. Sure, no, no, but like but going going into your point, you seen this uh this movie uh mm, what's it called little. Little Women, I think it's called. No, it's new. Little Woman. No. Little, little is, it, women. is it about literally like the dwarfs? No, no, no. It's apparently based on a book. The <laughs> point is, the point okay, is, go ahead, the go point ahead. is, the story is set after the Civil War, and it follows these like three or four women on their journey to like you know be successful or whatever they want to you know whatever. Keep in mind, one this is the past. One, this is a modern times. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah, and one of them is uh, she wants to be a writer, so, et cetera, et cetera. And the movie's huge. It has Emma Watson, Meryl Streep, uh, Florence Pugh. Like it's it's a big movie, mm-hmm. and it's it's all got Oscar. Yeah, all white women. <laughs> this is my point. This is my point. Go ahead. Because go ahead. as much as I'm down with the cause and everything, this movie just seems really toned up to me right now. Because you got a movie set after Civil War, yeah. And like there's like lines in the trailer about like you know it's so like you know being nobody wants to hear from a woman, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, fam. 20 years ago, y'all had blacks. You had slaves. Yeah, what about yeah, yeah. the black women that's going through the same thing? Like, yo, it's mad time that. So, so in a word, ahead, everything, everything that, that I agree with like that. Like, how well, no, nobody... this is an old book. This, this is like a big, oh, it's a big just adapting into a Yeah, it's yeah. a big deal. Oh, okay. But, but to your point, I definitely think that there's a broad tone deafness to the discussion. But the message that they actually have, I can, I can rock Well, with. it depends on what the message is. I mean, like. Like I said, because a lot of the like me too, for instance, in, a lot of like in modern day, like I'm not talking about in the past. I'm not saying was feminism ever need. I'm saying like literally in today's America, mm-hmm. the face of feminism is white women, and it's like statistically, there's no category where I'm doing better than you. Mm-hmm. Just if we as go a off, black man, yeah, as a black man. So it's like I would argue that in America, the issues are more race related, and I'm a black guy, so you can say I'm tone deaf or whatever. But I would argue that the bigger issues in America, any problems that you can attribute are more you're, you're gonna find worse disparities between races than you are gonna find between genders i think what about i think class where does class definitely overlap i think better said or not better said but like another way to say that same thing is that yeah like there has been a concerted effort to you know draw lines against race and like there has been exclusion like of women from voting etc and working things like that but and even though, with voting but, it's but, funny but, if but, you want to go into that but no, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, voting well, is a whole my point story. is that i think those things are kind of incidental right like but there's been like active aggression against like on, on lines of race mm-hmm. and 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 women as well but not not to the same degree like we have like the prison system class you're talking about class like race is in, incredibly entangled in class like you know what i mean like those yeah, things yeah. are just like and then yeah and then like like i said if you want to go off of the full numbers alone then yes these things are going to impact women minorities the most mm-hmm. and i would argue that a lot of these statistics are used by white women to champion their cause Meanwhile, it's like, hey, can we actually help the people and the women of color who you're using their statistics mm-hmm. to boost your claim? And they just always get left by the wayside. Mm. And then, like I said, even if we go into that, if we look at these minority women, it's like, OK, well, what are the issues affecting them? A lot of that shit has to do with race. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just because not just gender. Yeah. And like I said, like as a black man, there's nothing I can do to oppress you. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing. I know. I know. Like rape is like the big trigger word and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the majority of people in the world think that rape is bad. Rape. You can't. You as bad as it sounds, you're never going to get rid of rape. You're never going to get rid of people robbing. You're never going to get pe- rid of people stealing. All we can do is educate and teach prevention methods mm-hmm. for that, which mm-hmm. I'm all for. But that being said, like, you can't just act like, oh, my gosh, um, women have it so bad in 2020. Uh, and it's like, well, wait a minute. Which woman are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Because like, as a white woman, like, 
how do you really have it bad? Like, mm -hmm. you're doing pretty fucking amazing. There's no neighborhoods of white women being oppressed. There's no only all white women neighborhoods. And it's like, oh, they're doing so bad. Like, the majority of white women in America are doing pretty fucking well. And if they're not, they're next to a poor ass white dude and they're all in the same scenario. So mm -hmm. it's, it's just weird when we draw this arbitrary line of feminism and we try to make it seem like genders aren't different. Mm -hmm. And it's just weird. I just think, I mean, but you also got again, if you actually just take the, the message that they have, as itself, like on his face. Which message though? That's what I'm saying. Women and men are equal. Obviously, everybody agrees with that. Most, for the most part, we all agree. Now, but, what but are we talking make, about? You're making my point though. That's 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 my point. Is that like we but can, we can argue, agree with those? I would things. argue that most of the vocal feminists aren't really making that point though. There's there's always something to that. Women are equal, and that means that you know you should be pro pro choice. It's like wait a minute, wait a minute. What mm. what about the women who are pro life? Like are we just gonna act like they don't matter? Like uh. you know what I'm saying? Like it's always loaded onto that with other political agendas. As opposed to just saying, okay, men and women are equal. No shit, Sherlock. Sure. Now lock. What do you now? What do you want? You know, mm -hmm. it's like it's weird. Hey, I mean, with social media, everybody's just screaming right now. Very everybody's so. just shouting and trying to get their message across, and it's it's just a whole fucking dumpster fire of people trying to scream <laughs> over each <laughs> other, man. It's horrible. Fire. Rob Perry, thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there any final words you guys want to say to the audience? Um, I don't really have anything. Uh, support support the show. Subscribe, hey. like, comment, hey, yeah. share, Quick, all like, that. Subscribe, all that shit. Um, secure your data. Uh, don't yeah, trust we, don't I, trust Chinese phones. It's all good. Well, like what like Huawei? Yeah, like, don't trust them. Huawei. Yeah, what about uh, TikTok? TikTok is Chinese. Yeah, don't right? trust them. Either. Don't trust that. Don't shit? trust China. Don't trust Russia as a government. Not the people. The people are great. Uh, -huh. uh but don't trust their governments. They don't have your interests at heart. Neither does yours. But. Mm. Conversation for another day. It's been great. Hey, thank you both sir, for coming on. I appreciate it so much. And we out. As always, thank you to everyone who tuned in this week for a great episode. Special thank you to our guests, Rob and Perry, both for coming on the show. Best believe that it will not be the last time you hear these two come on the show. I love their friendship. I love the conversations that I get to have with them. They're both super knowledgeable about everything, and they both have passion. As you can tell, it's two different perspectives, but it's a great conversation. Follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at A Pretty Normal Podcast. On Twitter, it's at a pretty normal pod. Send me a message if there's anything you'd like to see on the show that you want me to cover. Message me if you want to come on the show or if you know anybody who'd like to come on the show. I'm willing to talk to anybody. Thank you for another great week. Thank you for supporting and listening. My name is Xavier Diaz, and this was a pretty normal podcast.